to another episode of Money Lab. I'm your host, Matt, straight gangster Mac Jiminisi, and today we're talking about the best productivity tools we use to get shit done. Joining me is the founder of ListenMoneyMatters.com and the co-host of the greatest podcast of all time, the Listen Money Matters podcast, Andrew Fiebert. What's up, man? How's business? Good, dude. Uh, even better, because I just careened past a burnout, and we got like... Sweet. Plant- yeah. Uh, we're like doing this whole podcast migration thing, and mm-hmm. I, I don't know, lots of things. Yeah, and we and we're and we're currently in the in the midst of recording the blitz too. There's a lot of podcasting things going on. Yeah, I mean, literally, my week is yeah. if I get two solid days of recording done, like I'm giving myself a pass yeah. of like successful. Yeah, and we're gonna. I mean, we didn't have that last week. Mm. Right? No, we, we had two days of recording that we did not record. No, one, <laughs> no, one day was recording, and then mm. the second day we completely bullshitted the entire time and ended up yeah. not. I think we recorded one episode. I and feel like over two yeah. or three days towards the end of the week, it maybe got two episodes out. Yeah. Uh, you, you know, you think we'd be seasoned veterans by now, <laughs> but speaking of productivity, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but that's, I, I mean, for me, that's what I've been doing is just like the podcast stuff, thinking about it. Um, Getting it all like rolling is just, like I'm, the initial is hard. I, I'm kind of like ready for it to be over though, already. Mm. Yeah, same. I, I'm like, I want to go back to like a really standard routine uh, of like just recording once a week, you know, casually get a couple episodes done instead of like trying to cram in as many as we, as we can this month. You know, I'd like to relax a little bit, but hey. We signed we up for this shit. We can go a little shit. slower. We can go a little slower. We we could, yeah. I mean, we have we do have the month of October to mm. like. We I mean, we're doing this early in early September, right? And we're trying to like front load it all so that we can you know kind of ride the wave in October and and do other things promote and promote yeah. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> dude, I I uh, I know you know obviously we didn't get a real chance to talk, but I've been working on. Um, videos for some you yeah yeah you have and i've been trying to and you know this but i've been trying to and and i'm eventually going to do like a money lab post about this because i i haven't figured it out yet but every time i do a video i'm trying to i'm writing everything down that i'm doing and then seeing how i can cut that time like seeing if i can like do something to go how do i shave time off of this creation process but i also think it's worth mentioning like the the ultimate goal of you're trying to uh componentize a video where mm-hmm. like the videos will be unique and good yes but there's maybe five puzzle pieces or or 20 instead of like an infinite amount so yeah. you're almost like uh simplifying the creation process or not almost you would be yeah so i'm i'm looking at like uh how to create assets that I can, um, like a library of assets that I can consistently pull on to create unique videos each time. And I know this sounds cryptic because I really don't have it all figured out yet, but something I just figured out was I've been using ScreenFlow as my video editing software because it's very easy to do like animations with PNG files and uh, it's been very easy to create stuff. And I'm like, I really wish, I mean, I pay for Adobe Creative Suite and I really wish I could use After Effects in Premiere, but they are more advanced and they don't have a really good way to plug in. Like they don't, I mean, Premiere specifically doesn't have a good way to animate. Mm. And I found out this new thing yesterday called, I think it's called Essential Graphics and it's built into Premiere. And what you can do is you can create, uh, you can create these assets in After Effects, and then they you save them to a library, and you can add attributes to those effects, and then you can just drag them into Premiere right where you want them to. So you could come up with 30 or whatever different things. Pieces of make animation, them, yeah. And eventually your goal is to hand them off to not you. To do the editing, yeah. And so... 
And yeah, that would dr- dramatically not like cheapen, but but reduce the cost of creating new stuff videos. each time. Yeah, and and it it works for Swim University because all the a- like once you create all the assets and I'm, and an asset I mean like you know a uh, uh, a picture of a DE filter like a cartoon image of a DE filter. You know, like mm. once you create that image and you make it and you animate it in one in one way with a couple of attribute changes. Then you can reuse that each time. So you do a bunch of like, you know, DE filter videos in a row, you know, to to sort of like maximize those assets. Or you start to like, I don't know. It's it's a it's a puzzle, and, I, and I'm trying to figure it out. And I'm doing the work. Like I'm doing the you know script writing and the and the filming and all that stuff. So and still the ultimate there. goal is you're gonna essentially you want to be able to give an article that's already written to someone on your team. Yeah. And they they'll be able to produce an awesome video for it, right? Cheaply, quickly, or or just own the fact that like I am the talent and I know the material, and so all I have to do is film myself with my camera, like vlog, you know, Casey Neistat vlog style, mm. and just riff into the camera, you know, and then pass that footage off and have somebody build it out, you know, based on a template that I've designed. You know, and the same with other things too. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna. Share I'm a super lot of more excited of about it because as yeah. soon as you figure it out, like, I know. I'm, I'm jumping on it. It's taken me a long time because I keep finding new little like things, and I've been researching. Like, I was like, how do I use Premiere? <laughs> you know, and like still do animation because animations in Premiere just don't work because you can't do motion blur. They don't have like mm. a really good, easy way to do it. But I found this like After Effects thing that's that's new so i'm like all right let me let me figure this out anyway i don't want to get after through. you do the hard work i'll make you yeah. teach me yeah we're gonna uh we're yeah uh, so on audio. i'm sure we'll do a whole episode about it and i'm sure i, I eventually want to build i want to do a, a money lab experiment where i build a youtube channel from the ground up mm. and i that might do that awesome. with brew cabin yeah because i have two subscribers at the brew cabin youtube channel <laughs> and like I, I think like a one minute video that i filmed on my iphone just to just to put something up there just to not lose the channel or whatever. So, um, okay. Well, listen, we're going to talk about productivity tools in this. And I want to first give a shout out to our episode sponsor because today and for the rest of October, uh, our exclusive sponsor is none other than Money Lab Pro. You've been asking for it, and I finally made it. Money Lab Pro is a membership where you can access every single one of my online business courses and chat with me and other like-minded business owners in the members-only Money Lab Pro community. You'll also get access to my SEO, monetization, and blogging video courses, my YouTube and podcast video tutorials, my lightning-fast WordPress theme, and so much more. I did the math, and Money Lab Pro includes over 155 over-the-shoulder video lessons and growing. Not to mention, it includes access to templates, processes, and spreadsheets that I use to run all my online businesses. And like I mentioned before, Money Lab Pro also includes a members-only community where you can share your ideas and get expert feedback to help you earn more money with your online business. Go to moneylab.co slash pro right now to sign up. It's super affordable and there's no reason not to check it out. That's moneylab.co slash pro. Uh, okay, let's. I, I my episode thesis is hmm. what constitutes a productivity tool. Hmm. What do you think? Without reading what I wrote, <laughs> so so I'm not reading what you wrote. Okay, good. Uh, your your face is on top of that right okay, now. Okay, good. Um, I would say something that helps you get the job done. Like, so literally any tool, then, right? I I guess yeah. See I mean, that that's what confused me about when that that when I. When I it's wrote it down, like a shovel, then could be a productivity exactly. Tool. So is it? I, I, don't, I don't think so. I mean, it is a tool. But I don't know if it's a productivity tool. Here's the thing: is mm. is you know Google Docs or or you know Microsoft Word is that a productivity tool? You know, it's I, I wouldn't consider Microsoft Word a productivity tool, but yeah. actually might consider Google Docs a productivity tool because you can collaborate. Because the the way that we use it to do show notes, when yeah. we're talking and writing, I mean, it's I feel like it saves hours of time. Okay, so that's the that's the crux. So I wrote down 
to me, what can what I can what constitutes a productivity tool is a tool that saves you time so that you can mm. be more productive. Okay. You know what I mean? So you can produce more in a smaller period of time. And I think that's better because the productivity is like so cliche and you can rattle off like three things you already know. And yes. So I want to, I actually copied and pasted, copied and pasted this. Yeah. From Wikipedia about productivity software. Cause I was like, I really don't know what I, you know, if I have to talk about my favorite tools, I don't want to talk about every goddamn tool I use. I want to talk about the ones that are actually for productivity. And so I'm going to read some of this and tell me if this is like way off base or whatever. But productivity software, also called personal productivity software or office productivity software, is an application software used for producing information information such as documents, presentations, worksheets, databases, charts, graphs, Mm. digital paintings, electronic music, and digital video. So I feel like this definition was written in like Before. 1989 like <laughs> when the computer first came out. Be like yeah. anything on the computer, productivity. <laughs> okay. So here's the thing. Its names arose from the fact that it increases productivity, especially of individual office workers from typist. Well, there you go. From typist <laughs> to knowledge workers, although its scope is now wider than that. Office suites, which office suites like uh, – uh, Tootsie Rolls and and Laffy no. Office what? No, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I, a second. I was like, sweets, what? <laughs> Office sweets, sweets, swisher sweets, uh, which brought word processing, spreadsheet, the relational database programs to the desktop in 1980s are the core example of productivity software. Mm. So, I, you know, here we go. In, 2000, in the 2010s, productivity software has become even more consumerized than it already is as computing becomes even more integrated into daily personal life. You're right. This is a fucking old-ass description of productivity <laughs> tools. And by this definition, every single tool that – every single piece of software that we use on the internet – That is open on my computer at is, this oh, moment. Yeah, it is a productivity <laughs> tool. But yeah. I'm going to list off – what my favorites are, what I believe your favorites are, and we're going to discuss them and decide, is it a productivity tool and is it worth investing in? Deal. Okay. So th- when I think of productivity tools- And I just want to say, you did a really good job on the list. Thank in, you. N- I guess at least even knowing me and the tools yeah, that I use. Yeah. Uh, so the first one for me, I, the, the one that comes to mind is Asana. And, mm. and that's, you know, I have a course on how to use Asana. And Asana is my entire life lives in Asana. And my motto is if it's not an Asana, it doesn't get done. And it really is. Like, it's if, literally like I'm not good at using calendar apps. And so if it's not in Asana and it's on a calendar, I probably will forget. Because hmm. I, I, mean, I just, I've, I've, but I, it I'm crazy about calendars as well. But but if it's not written down formally for yep. me, it, it isn't a thing. Yeah, and I just you know it took me years to adapt into Asana. Like it wasn't like oh Asana is my tool. I'm just going to jump in and throw my entire life in there. It was a gradual evolution, and now it's like now it's a crutch for me. I can't you know. I feel like that's the thing with a lot of these. And I think these are the most classic productivity tools. Yeah. Is people think they're going to get them and all of a sudden they're going to be like billionaires. But you have to understand the tool and figure out how to make it work with how you work. Exactly. Exactly. And Mm. yeah, it is a tool. And, and, you know, it doesn't, you know, if I go and buy a drill, it doesn't mean I'm going to be a master craftsman. You know, Mm. I actually, I have a drill and I use it for one thing. (laughs) I was actually this morning, I was like, I want to drill uh, into a, a kettle, like a, a stainless steel kettle, and I'm like, I don't know how to do that. Why? Because I want to put a thermometer in there for home brewing, but oh, like, I don't want to do it. I don't. I'm afraid I'm going to screw things up because I don't know what I'm doing. But I own this, like, you know, power drill. <laughs> but I use it to crush grain, so it just spins. Really, all I use it for is like an electronic spinner. That's cool. Yeah, but it's a tool that I don't know really how to use to its full potential. Yeah. You know. 
But if you were using it every day, like you probably would have no problem drilling this thing because you knew yeah. exactly how it was going to work. And yeah, you know, I, I had first heard, I don't think I had heard of Asana maybe before, but I remember there was a fizzle episode where they were like, it. yeah, where they were talking about it. And Chase made some super cheesy joke about how it's getting hot in the Asana. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, every time I hear the word, I think of that. I think, I think it's kind of hilarious. And I call it Asana. And I don't know mm. what they call it, but the word is asana. Uh, oh. Yeah. It's a yoga term, apparently. Huh. So No shit. I don't know if it's I don't know if the company refers to it as asana. I haven't I should watch a YouTube video and see what they say. So I, I, I've seen your setup uh-huh. and I'm very envious of your asana setup. The the thing is when I was when I heard Chase mention it, it was like four something years ago oh, yeah. and they didn't have the ability it was essentially their app was like a browser yeah inside the app and so i you couldn't use it uh like in the subway mm-hmm. and all my planning work was during my commute to and from work so i i've now deviated so far like yeah. my team would revolt if and the, it's uh, i mean back then because we used to use it for i mean we tried to use it for list of money matters and it i don't it never really worked for us mm. um and that was when it was the, the old design, when it was like blue and green. And now it's yeah. like all colorful and like modern. And unicorns lo- fly across yeah, the screen. It's, it's, oh, dude, it's it's honestly it's my favorite. I'm I mentioning it. I'm mentioning it first because it's my absolute favorite thing. But I know a lot of people struggle with it because I mean that's why the course is so popular. Because like it's more go- heavy. It's meant to handle almost every scenario. Yeah, and so it's overwhelming to start. But mm. you just need to start with one task at a time, and it's usually good to start when there's one other person working with you. So it's 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 a really good software for uh, being productive with teams, like being and, on the same page. Yeah, and having it like knowing what people you know. The way I think of it is. You know, my business is obviously on the computer, and I do have a very small team of people. And if you don't know what everyone else is actively doing, it feels like nothing is getting done. Mm-hmm. So imagine, you know, working in a an office complex, and everyone's there's no typing noises, everyone's quiet, and there you don't see anybody, and you're like, the fuck is anyone doing? Is anyone doing anything? Yeah, Asana to me is the digital representation of a busy office space because what happens is I get notifications in my Asana inbox that like shit got shit is getting done shit's getting moved you know somebody changed the description somebody hit you know check on this you know it's like I can see my team getting shit done and I go right. cool like I have a business and it's running and it feels like there's an engine moving and so, so that's like why every I, like I am it. in your inbox, you just see like dollars flying out. Yeah, just yeah, right. <laughs> okay, uh, but yeah, it's like the first thing I check every morning because I have um, the thing I love about it is that you can set re- you can set things to re- you can set tasks to repeat. So mm-hmm. I have a task every single day that says journal, and all it means is that I have to write in a, in a journal that I you know just keep track of like what I did today, and I you know kind of re- refresh that every month and then every year. Uh, I write down when I have to take out the trash, like trash day, I have it pop up. And what trash day is it? Is it recycling trash day? Is it compost trash day? Th- that seems pretty extreme. I think you could use a calendar for that, but yeah, but me. you can't, but you, yeah, but it's, it comes up. It's, but it's, I live here. I don't live in, in Google calendar. Like right, I don't right. check Google calendar. And plus Google calendar is like so confusing because I'm seeing everything. And I know that there's ways of changing that, but it just, I, I don't know. I like this. Anyway, there's molt. That's not the only one of those. I put in the list. I put Asana, Trello, Todoist, and Notion. Now, I don't. I want to say that like Trello. Mm. I hate it. So uh, Trello is Kanban. That's like what, the style. It, oh. It's like it's columns, and like it originally was for agile uh, development, like, right? Yeah, kind of like you would you would uh, brainstorm with sticky notes. Yeah, and you'd move sticky notes across columns. Okay, like start, you know, and then the last column's like done. Yeah, and like uh, so this is like a software evolution of that. But mm-hmm. interestingly, I found out when you're demoing your Asana to me is that you could actually set up a Kanban style workspace or project yeah. in Asana. Yeah. So I used to not like Trello because of. 
I shouldn't say hate. I mean, I use, I still use it for mm. Alyssa Money Matters. It's still a part of that. And uh, I definitely use that style of, you know, to-do lists in in Asana. So, like, clearly it, it's a big enough deal. But um, I didn't like to, des- I don't like the design of Trello. I think it's very cartoonish and doesn't mm. feel like work. And uh, I, I find it really difficult to work with other people and to know what other people are doing because there's no, like, central dashboard so, for me so there is now there's like a, an inbox okay. equivalent uh so the one so i think a lot of what trello does uh yeah trello does asana does but the one uh like killer feature and so i work with my devs in mm-hmm. trello um they have uh plugins or add-ins yeah and so like I use this uh, tool called Sentry that if uh, it's like Sentry.io and if someone's using like Simple Wealth and, and an error happens, mm-hmm. it records the whole stack trace and it could literally generate a Trello card and then I could just like assign it to my dev and it, oh, it happens. Nice. Yeah. So like... I mean, and those things can be done with Asana as well. Like, I, I mean, for a lot of things, like I try to keep Inbox Zero, you know, in general, like I, not that I use Inbox Zero, the app, but... You know, and I use the new Gmail like web app of Gmail, and I try to keep it empty. And sometimes, like you know, you have an email that's just sitting there because you need to take an action on that email. Well, what I do is I just that's the worst. Yeah, I forward it to Asana, so you can just like click the email, hit forward, and and it sends the whole email to Asana, and it puts the subject line in the task. It's just uh, it's I need so to great. do that because. Uh, you get like 10 items in your inbox and I, I lose all productivity. I just keep going to the inbox yeah. saying nope and like closing it. So you use Trello and then you use Todoist, right? So to do, I could not imagine living. And I, I think if I used Asana and I used Trello or whatever, I would still use Todoist. The Why? Todoist is like, it is so simple, mm. so powerful. Like you could do filters. and But the thing is... Uh, when I have an idea or, you know, I'm talking to you and you're like, oh, you know, you should do this. I'm like, cool. It takes like a second to get it into my workflow. Yeah. And uh, it, it's like um, very GTD, like getting things done. Yeah. Um, and they have this thing that it's called karma that I've just become addicted to where uh, there are certain like things in GTD that you should do to be productive. Like if you, uh, you know, clean out your inbox, like task inbox, assign yeah. things, complete work, whatever, and you get like a graph of your productivity. And so I use that as like my heartbeat if I'm, actu- if I'm actually actually getting shit done. GTD is getting things done. Yeah. What's his name? I forget the guy's name who wrote that. Oh. Uh, st- st- uh, David Allen? St- Covey? St- no, I think Co- it's Dave Allen. Dave yeah, Allen. I think you're right. Um, the other one is Notion, which I don't know if I want to go too deep into because I don't think we – do you use it? So, so I've actually, I'll go really quick through it. So, and we're going to talk about like Evernote and things yeah. in a second. The, the problem with those tools is that I believe it's so transient. So like I build this thing or I have this idea and over time I've created a bunch of notes that are little bits and pieces of the larger concept. Yeah. They all get lost. Yeah. Notion is like the internal wiki right. that you wish you had. Um, but things get lost in it. Things get lost in Evernote. In Notion, yeah. you you build ideas. Yeah. Like, I I, yeah. I mean, I could tell by the way you're responding. You're just like, yeah, yeah, no. Well, no. it sounds so for me. Like, you're using Trello, Notion, and Todoist, and to me, like those three, and maybe not Notion so much, but Trello and Todoist is Asana. Like, that's you could just use Asana, which mm. they, which does both of those things very well. It does the Trello style boards, and it does. You know, like your own to-do list. It does measure your productivity, all that stuff. Like all of that stuff that you mentioned can all be done in Asana. And it works well with Teams. And, you know, you can have your own little Asana space and you can have your team Asana space. Yeah. So I, I got like a little I, – I, if I use Asana, I think I would still use Todoist. And I, I know that you have documentation included in Asana. Yeah. Um, Which is how – I think like, Notion is a better way – so I don't use note yeah because Notion's all one thing but then it's but like, you use Evernote right no so what do you use for notes so yeah so the second thing I have here is is notes basically uh, I use Apple Notes just basic ass Apple Notes that comes with 
the Mac and it comes with your phone. Mm-hmm. And then the reason I started using that was because I was like, oh, it's like Evernote, but it syncs better <laughs> and faster. And I don't have to hit a button to sync. And I use Mac. I only have a laptop and a phone. So it works for me. It's, it's so great. And it's so simple. There's no, there's no, like, I, I, I was looking into bear notes. Yeah, um, I was too. And it's I, really I got pretty. Away multi- it's really mm. pretty. They use markup. Like, all that stuff's really cool. But apparently, the a- guy, like, never updates the app. There's a lot of, like, complaints about that. I just, this is like, can you share an Apple Notes notebook? Or, or uh, like- that's a good question. I don't know. It's to me, Apple Notes is my um, idea jotter, and so, I'm pretty sure you can. Yeah, you can share notes. Yeah, my like uh, obsession, maybe as of late, is I it, it, things can't like live only in my brain right because then they'll die yeah you know and like what if i don't know i get hit by a bus yeah and i can't do work for a month or, or whatever i need other people to know everything that i know yes and so like sharing notes or all my ideas notion is like literally how to run and do listen money matters without me okay so i use notes as the preliminary to the official thing so for example in, in Asana, I have an entire project called Tutorials and Resources that I use for the Swim University team. So it's one project. And in that project, I store every single process that we do. And the way I store it is the task itself, you can write in like formatted text in the description. Like, so you can format mm-hmm. text and you can write it there. Or you can attach a Google Drive doc. So you can attach like a, a, a Google doc right from there. You can attach videos to it. You can do all kinds of things, and it's all right in Asana, and it's just like one thing for everybody. Do, I use, does Asana support markup? Uh, it, no, but it has its own format. It has formatting, oh, okay. so not mm-hmm. markup like the actual like you know type a bunch of uh, hashtags and get like a header, mm-hmm. but you can like you know do bolding and bullet points and all that kind of stuff in in the actual task itself. And what I use it for is I, you know. I do a Google Doc attachment, right? So it's like, oh, I have an entire process on how we answer customer service questions for Swim University. And I have a one single task that says how to answer customer service questions on email and Facebook. And then in that task, I have uh, the attached Google Doc with that process in it. And when I need to update that process, I go into Asana first, find it, click that, open it up in Google Docs, change it, and then I'm back. Okay, so if you updated this process, is there any way in Asana to know that it was changed? In that, in my specific example, no, but I could write a comment that I updated it. Okay. All or, right. I, you I know mean, what I mean? You could do the, it. I have something similar in our publishing schedule thing. I'm mm-hmm. like, this is what needs to be done. This is what good looks like. Yeah, I uh, usually... And I notice that changes tend to never... Like, people don't even see those cards anymore. Yeah, so I I do it to where I'll um you know, I have to be a manager, so I have to either, you know, I'll slack somebody and say like, "Hey, I changed this just letting you know that this has been updated," or I'll assign them to that task and write a comment that says, "I changed this," you know, put, and it puts the date in automatically. There's ways to do it that way, but Apple Notes is my preliminary. Apple Notes is really just for me as a as a business owner. So right now I have a massive Apple Note all about this video stuff that I was talking about earlier where I'm writing down every process and how much time it takes me and like and I just keep one note with everything and I just keep See, editing and editing and that's editing that's what I use I, notion for it's like a I you you always tell me like I I sleep like a baby yeah. and I also like just I my head's down and I'm out because everything there's nothing in my head right I've yeah. got and so Notion is like a very therapeutic. It sounds like Apple Notes is the same for you. Well, because or... I could do it on my phone. If I come up with an mm. idea, I just open my phone. My note's right there. I just you can type use it. Notion on your phone. Yeah, I'm sure. Mm. But I can just type it in and it's like it's there. I know it's, I know it's set. But it's super simple. There's nothing else. All you can do is write words, you know? Right. You can't really do anything else. And so I like it because it's just like get my ideas out of my head. And then I keep a very clean Apple Notes. Very organized Apple Notes. I do not like creating creating new notes unless I have a reason to create a new note. Mm. You know, I, if well, I so you you have a thing maybe in Asana then to call your notes or tighten them up. Right. That that you know maybe I every month I can set an an automatic task reminder to do that. Now I have like so many task reminders, but we're getting too into the weeds here. Let's get let's move All on right, cool. to like um some other things like you know uh, Google Drive in general. Mm. Is that a productivity tool? 
I would think so. Because, I mean, is it because it has productivity tools in it, or is the actual cloud drive itself a productivity tool? It, it has become so easy for us to collaborate on two podcasts, me to work with people on my team, yeah. designers. My my wife does stuff, and it all everything is just in one place, organized by by me. Um, and and the whole the reason why I, I went with Dropbox first, yeah. And you compelled me to switch. And mm-hmm. It was a miserable week, <laughs> uh, miserable. Google Drive is way way better. It, it's the sync's better, but I I want to be able to take my laptop and chuck it into the river. Yeah, you know, or, or not that. I, I guess yeah. I think like, what if I'm on vacation and someone steals it, or right. or I don't know, it explodes. I pour coffee on it, and it just to be a device. And everything is in the cloud. Yep. And so I get a new one. Pulls it. Google Drive is that. It's great for collaboration. I don't keep anything stored on my laptop. Everything is stored in the cloud. Same. There's just one folder on my desktop called Google Drive, and everything lives there. I have, my applications for my Mac are on my laptop, and I actually keep a document whenever I install a new app, so I oh, will know nice. what to read. That, that's the level of crazy. Nice. You know? That's a good. That's good. And and the reason I told you to switch, I mean, one is, uh, you know, you get two terabytes for ten dollars a month, which is a new thing. So now you get sure. twice the space as Dropbox, same price. Yep. And obviously, and Google's, support from yeah. Google. Obviously, Google's not going anywhere, right? Yeah. Uh, the other thing is, dude, I, I mean, Google Sheets, Google Docs, Google Presentations, Google Forms. Uh, all of that like the and and like when you upload a video it's a fucking youtube video like it turns yeah. it into a youtube video it's like i don't know like just everything about it just screams like why pay for i mean i know dropbox has paper and but they don't have spreadsheet program mm. and it's like that's i probably use spreadsheets more than i use google docs i feel like once you mentally commit to move your office suite yeah. like your work there to google doc tools whatever yeah. like sheets uh, it just all sings together. Yeah, it's just really. Yeah, I mean, I, I actually want to do an entire course on Google Drive because I am such a, like, I think I think one of the caveats I want to make about productivity tools is something that saves you time, but also something that keeps you organized. Because mm. I think being organized, you know, actually saves you time. Yeah. Right. So it's like I know exactly where you know everything has a place, everything in its place, which my dad always used to tell me. And so I used to be crazy disorganized as a person. You know, back in my youth, but now I'm like the most organized person I know. You can't build like multiple businesses and do all the things you do if if you were like un- it all gets away from you. Yeah, yeah, it has to be. And I'm easy. just one of those people that like the least amount of tools I can use to get the job done, the better. And I always that's why I you know I will scream about Asana until I blue in the face. And Google Drive is both of those like applications to me. I can run my entire business through just those two if I actually want it to. Mm. Like just those two pieces are do the most for me. Now let me uh, let's move on. What do you think about um, Buffer or programs like Buffer? Ugh. Yeah. I I mean, well, you don't I, do a lot of social media promotion, I, do you? I I now have people to do that, and okay. so like Twitter is essentially synced to Facebook. Uh-huh. And so it is thought of and approached with that in mind. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I, I guess it, it, I just, I always felt like it was the least important thing to focus on. And even now, I feel like it's not really that important. Yeah. I, I mean, I feel the same way. And we're going to do an entire episode on this concept. However, um, I do like Buffer. I use it. I pay for it. I pay, mm-hmm. I think, $15 a month right now. And I'm the one using it personally. It's not – I don't have anybody on my team using it. And I use it to uh, sort of like bulk add st- uh, Facebook updates to Swim University. I use it for – I just started using it for Pinterest because I do a lot of Pinterest work for Swim University because, you know, that's – And I, I didn't huge... know until like a few months ago, but something like 40% of your traffic at yeah. recently was coming from Pinterest. And I was like – Damn. Yeah. I, and that's just like, I did it once way back in the day, and it's just been continuing to bring traffic in. So I'm like, all right, I should invest in this. See, and those are the things that I gravitate towards. Like when it, like, sk- yeah. Facebook, their their whole business model is to not yeah. let you get any benefit from it. 
only they can benefit. I, yeah, so. but but a lot of my audience is on Facebook. They ask mm, a lot of questions same. there. It's it's they're there, you know. And it's and I, you know the swimming pool industry is a very you know it's it's filled with older people. So that's where they are. That's the social media network. I, I don't use it for older Twitter. people. So Facebook. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> I mean I don't yeah, use it. Yeah, yeah, I don't I don't use Buffer for Twitter because we don't. No one's on Twitter. Like I, mm. I have a Twitter account for Swim University and for and for Brew Cabin and for myself, which I use it personally. I, I love Twitter, but I use Twitter natively. I don't yeah. use I don't schedule things in Buffer. I, I use Twitter as like an actual social network for myself. But uh, for Swim University, I use Pinterest and Facebook. And then for Brew Cabin, I decided that I, I decided I was going to attempt to build an Instagram account. Now the problem I have with Instagram is that like. You know, and again, we're going to go into this more, but like you can't link to shit like you can't mm. get traffic from it, but it does build a community and there's a huge homebrewing community on Instagram. So I'm like, well, that's the one I'm going to focus on. When uh, are you creating uh, your Swim University brew cabin Snapchat <laughs> ch- channels or? <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, Buffer doesn't have Snapchat, so we're not doing mm. that. And plus, yeah, no, fuck that. Uh, <laughs> what about rescue time? And what's the one? I couldn't remember the one that you actually use. Timing. So actually, I actually have them both running right now. Okay. Um, I'm like in the middle. Timing is a Mac native app, and it's really so. So what they are is they're they're time trackers. Uh-huh. So what do I do every day? I think I know. It turns out that I really don't know until I do my weekly review. I'm like, oh my god, how much time did I spend on blah blah blah? Yeah. So it kind of helps me get a, a pulse on if I'm even if I'm actually being productive. Oftentimes I think I am and I'm not. Okay. And so rescue time is like more high level, mm-hmm. uh, but essentially you sign everything to as productive, not productive. You could categorize it as like, you know, listen, money matters or money lab or. Is that just one of those principles where like if it gets measured, it's managed? So like if you I know feel, you're being not, if I, yeah. It's often like a, oh, thing like at the end of the week it'll be like you were productive for 30 hours and i was yeah. like well oh I, th- I thought i was productive for like 80 i feel like i was working constantly sure and so maybe if i was better i was better with my time you know the one thing i have a problem with those things are is that the things that i work on are also the things i consume so for example i post youtube videos and have to upload youtube videos and live in youtube sometimes but then I also watch a lot of YouTube. Mm. And so how do you know, you so know, that's why I like timing because timing, um, you could change each individual thing. So say, you know, the last week we talked a lot on Skype and yeah. I have Skype as productive cause it's usually like recording. Yeah. But if we chat, I'll put it as like unproductive or neutral. So you or, have to go in after each time we do that. And, and if I feel like something, no, so it, it's automatically set. But if there's like an exception to the rule, Okay. And then what you could also do is you maybe say switching between a bunch of websites and tasks and whatever apps, but for like an hour you were working on hardcore money lab, you could actually say like that hour was money lab and so you then can know you know like how much time you're putting to projects. Okay. Um so you know that Apple the iOS update comes out tomorrow, I think. In our world, I hope it. I hope it does. iOS September twelfth or something. And yes, tracking on the phone will probably fix major aspects of my life. Okay, I'm gonna. I'm gonna try timing. Timing or timely? What's it called? Timing. Timing. T i m i n g. Okay. It's a Mac app. Uh, it's super tight. All right. And you, you like Polymatter? The dude lives by it. So that's how I heard about it. Okay, I'm gonna give it a shot. It's a, and it looks pretty. Uh, I think so. Okay. I'll give it a shot. I'm I'm curious. Uh, forget, you, forget if it works. Is it beautiful? Yeah, okay, all, yeah, good. I'll, I'll use it. Yeah. Um, what do you think about? Do you know what Grammarly is? Oh yeah, dude. Every week I get an email. It's like you wrote ninety thousand words. Really? Like, no, we no, we don't. We just have we edit a lot. Oh, but you but, use Grammarly. Uh, oh, dude, I couldn't. I could not imagine publishing in this day and age without it. Do you pay I for mean, it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So do I. I didn't know that. Dude, like, <laughs> it improves the quality of our... Con- I know how to spell generally, yeah. you know, and, and things will help me spell, and I know grammar, and I think I'm a pretty good at this stuff. You don't realize how not good you are until you use something like grammar. I know. Yeah, I think Grammarly has dramatically improved my writing on Money Lab. 
And in it general, helped. because it, 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 you're actually learning at the same time. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I'm sure you know. Like, you tend to be pretty concise. Mm-hmm. I tend to be pretty, like, wordy and verbose. Yeah. Grammarly actually suggests me cutting out overused words. and Yeah. So, so like, that ends alone is really helpful for me. Do you know why I'm concise? Um, because you're Italian? I don't know. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually, uh, uh, I, I learned it from, I think I read an article on James Altucher's site, and I don't read his stuff at all. I just saw something, and he, he was- super like, concise. Yeah, and he was like, you know- just get to the fucking point, man. It's sort of like, and I was like, okay. And then, you know, like no reading, one cares actually. Right. And then the, I heard about the Hemingway app, which I was using for a long time. Um, I'm like loading this up. I'm right not now. recommending it by the way. I used to recommend the shit out of it because what it does is it's very similar to Grammarly, but it actually forces you to shorten your sentences. Oh, and oh! So, I so need that. So I was using it for a while, but the problem with it now, it, it they updated it and they haven't fixed this. Is when you copy and paste from it, it brings in all of these fucking div Colors tags. And, no, yeah. all of this like all these div tags. Oh my god! One of, one of my writers, uh, when he puts into WordPress and ha- throws in all these div tags, I'm like, I don't know what's going on. I don't even know how this is happening. Yeah, I had to like write. That's just probably what it is. Yeah, and I I love the app. I love the idea of the app, but they it used to not be that way. You used to be able to use to copy and paste it, and it would you could throw it into WordPress, and it would put nothing in. It would just be mm-hmm. like totally format it correctly. But they, I guess, had to do some sort of update. And yeah, it's I Hemingway and Grammarly are this are similar, but Grammarly is a is a is a Chrome plugin. And it now it used to not work in Google Docs, but now it works in Google Docs, mm. and that fucking changed everything. And have you used the actual web application of Grammarly? Uh, you mean like when you're editing WordPress things? And- like, do you use Grammarly like you would use Google Docs? Like, have you gone like Grammarly.com and like actually used their interface? Um, I mean, I feel like I've been there before, but but probably not. Dude, the what? interface is dope. The only bitch I have with it is that you can't format in it. You can't like add heading tags, you can't bold words, like there's no formatting, it's just for writing. But oh. I think they do that on purpose because you like you're just supposed to write, you know? Like the this words This looks just like Dropbox paper. Yeah, it's very similar. Wow. And and I love Dropbox paper because it is so simple. All the little things that are yeah. on app they distract me. You know what's cool about it though? It's uh when you when you they have like at they have like a stats column that you can pull up and it'll tell you how long it takes to read it. Mm. So I was doing I used it once for script writing because I was like, oh, how long will it, is it going to take me to read this out loud? You know, uh, I I thought it was pretty cool, but the, the lack of formatting is kind of troublesome for me. And mm-hmm. I don't I don't think they're going to do formatting because again they're just like they're there for like just write the words, man. Yeah, you know, but it, it's some. They have artificial intelligence stuff in there, so it is getting better, supposedly. All right, let me let me rummage through a bunch of the rest of these, and you tell me like if we should dive in on them at all. Mm. Last pass and one password. I mean, I don't think we need to dive into it, other than like I couldn't imagine anyone in this day and age not using it. Yeah, and if you're not using it, let us know because we're just gonna jack all your accounts. <laughs> yeah, it's a. <laughs> I use last pass. You use one password. Yeah, and I I was actually looking at switching to one password because it's more uh, Apple native, mm-hmm. like it's built into more Apple things. Um, but everyone says it doesn't matter; they're kind of exactly the same. The, they're like the one equal. like killer killer feature that I feel like they added recently, and I think LastPass has this is a shared vault. Yeah. So like, if I have a password that Laura needs as well, we have it in our Listen Money Matters vault or in our yeah. whatever business vault. And then uh, if I update the password, it's just automatically updated for her. Yeah, it's nice. Uh, you got to have it. What about Ahrefs? Uh, dude, I live in it. And, is, it, you um, think, is, it a, is it a productivity tool? Yeah. I, uh, I think so. Yeah. Is it? It's a research tool. I don't know if it's a productivity tool. Well, so, so the way I, I likened it, and so it's like content I always thought were like seeds and they grow into plants. I visualize this thing. Yeah. Uh, I feel like I'm, I have to throw less seeds. Yeah. To, to get better results. So in that and in that I save money. 
Um, yeah, I don't know if I would call it a productivity tool. I threw it, I threw it in there because I was like, let's argue if it is or not because I think it's a research tool. I, if anything, I probably spend so much time in it. It probably is. detracts from me creating, <laughs> but I have to do less of it. Okay. What do you think about this? I don't know if you use this. A news feed eradicator for Facebook. Do you know what that is? <laughs> no. I mean, I know what the news feed is. I can imagine that it gets rid of... I think there should just be a Facebook eradicator. Like <laughs> There's an, a, an yeah, app for Chrome. I, there probably is. <laughs> it's a Chrome plugin that I found. I think, I think Jason Zook told me about it, I think. And it's a Chrome plugin... That basically you can go to Facebook, but there's no news feed. It just completely removes the news feed and replaces it with a quote of the day. That's awesome. Yeah. Now, it doesn't do it on your phone, but it does it on your – and I, I just – I've always had it, and I've never missed it. So I don't – it's definitely – it's like – it's sort of like timing and rescue time in the sense that like it's, it's a productivity tool in the sense that it's removing something that is sucking your productivity time. Right, right. Right? Speaking of which, timing has a, a Pomodoro – thing built oh, in cool. and you could block certain things so you could yeah. be like can't go to facebook for 20 minutes uh speaking of pomodoro technique i was going to bring up i have a page on money lab called co-work with me and it's yeah i saw that i i like, didn't get it you didn't get I, it I so think... it's it's moneylab.co slash co dash work yeah. and it's it's a video of me working at a coffee shop for 25 minutes it's not co-dash work. That's your 404 page. Oh, is it, is it work? Just work? Which is... Oh, maybe. Which, by the way, is a, is a nice 404 page. It's very long. If you read it... It is, it is slash work. Did you read it? No, because I'm, I'm trying to talk to you. <laughs> oh, right. My 404 <laughs> page, I spent some time writing I, it. I looked at it. I was like, wow, this is long. It's like... <laughs> it's, it's a whole thing. It's an entire page where I discuss what a 404... Like the origin of a 404 page. <laughs> it's an entire like i think it's like 2500 words of like oh my god yeah, it's insane and i did some research anyway it's silly yeah so it's moneylab.co slash work hmm. and it's a 25 minute video i think a pomodoro is 25 minutes so it's a Something video like that, yeah. it's a video of me working like and you're and and from the perspective like the person who's watching the video you're across the table from me and there's a timer at the bottom of the video that counts down 25 minutes and so you can use it as a and it has like ambient uh coffee shop noise in the video so you could play it as a pomodoro oh yeah <laughs> or if like you're alone you could feel like you're working with matt yeah, that's exactly why i did it it was funny and, and I, so for 25 minutes you could wonder why he's not talking to me yeah so I, I got the idea from there's a uh you know those fireplace those like hour-long fireplace videos yeah, like, for, like yule log yeah yeah thing. yule log video well ron you know ron swanson or or uh, uh what's his uh, name oh, of man. course it was ron swanson yeah well he has a lagavulin <laughs> one where it's like 40 minutes of him just sitting in a leather chair with a bottle of Lagavulin at, near a fireplace, and he's just drinking and he's just staring straight down the barrel of the camera for forty minutes. It's for fucking, forty minutes. It's brilliant, <laughs> and I cried when I saw it. Like I was laughing so hard, and and he's just getting drunk. He's just sitting there just drinking whiskey the whole time, and I was like, that would be hilarious to do. And so I was going to do something like that, and that that's where this idea came from. And then uh, Thomas did it, and. Obviously, he has a way bigger YouTube channel than I do, and his blew up, and a bunch of people like came up because he linked to me as like, oh, I, you know, I got this idea from Matt. Here's his original video, and you know, his is like study with me, I think, because it's like college related. But and apparently, yeah, it's a whole thing, which is which shocked me. Yeah, yeah. So it talks about the Pomodoro technique and what that is, and blah blah blah. Uh, do you use Unroll Me or Unroll Dot Me? I did, and but, but then that shit came out. What shit came out? Remember uh, they got in trouble because they were, like, selling everyone's data? Oh, yeah. And I, I have no doubt. I mean, how else would they? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I, I've just become really brutal with unsubscribing. Me too. Yeah, I don't use it. That's why I wanted to bring it up. But I, I did. I, I thought it was cool in the beginning. Yeah. But. I don't use it. I'm just, yeah, I'm just very, um, my inbox is precious. And if yeah. you are not sending me good shit, I am unsubscribe. I unsubscribe with no holds like, barred. I don't have that three-tab thing no i don't need gmail i have one tab yep. everything is at one tab and so if it doesn't belong it, it goes and, and you know i might sign up for something and if it's like oh i'm just not reading this i completely like i i was i had signed up for the skim mm. which i was reading every morning because it's like you know the news summary and i just 
over time I just stopped. Like I was just like kind of like, you know, archiving it every time and I'm like, all right, stop. I don't want to hit this archive button anymore. Just complete yeah. and I just I actually like either unsubscribe via Gmail, go to the website and unsubscribe, or if it's like spam, I just fucking spam it. I mark you, a lot like, I mark a lot of things as spam. I mark a lot same. of things. Yeah. If there's no unsubscribe or they make me log in, yeah. Spam. Oh, it's, yeah, spam. What do you think about Calendarly? Uh Calendly. I oh, think. sorry, Calend- Calendly? Yeah, okay. yeah. So so there's like this whole back and forth thing on trying to make a meeting, yeah. and this just stops that. Yeah. It's like, oh, these are the times my schedule's active, and if you like procrastinate and come back a week later, mm-hmm. it'll be different. You know, it's it just makes scheduling easy. Okay. And you, I like that one, because there's also that what, schedule once, which I think is just ugly as sin. Yeah. I remember when we found Calendly, and it was beautiful, because yeah. you only use things that are beautiful. Yeah. Uh, same, but beautiful, was, yeah. simple, and functional. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the other, schedule once was the other one. And then, uh, have you heard of Acuity scheduling? I believe that's a similar mm-hmm. app. Um, they were actually a sponsor on our podcast rap video that we did a while back. Hmm. Uh, what do you think about? I put day one in here, and I do not think it's a productivity app. It is a, an app what that I use it? for journaling. It's a oh, daily never... journal app. So every day when I'm done work, I have that thing that pops up in Asana, and I write down what I did today, just like, you know, kind of free form. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then at the end of every month, I sort of compile all that and go, here's what I did all month. And I write that in a separate journal. Just That's cool. For my, yeah, and then I go back and go like, oh, where, where are my, you know, bottlenecks and what do I hate and what stresses me out and all that stuff? Or what, what worked and what didn't work? So I, I want to do a whole episode where I go back through my like journal and figure out like I would be so interested to yeah. to hear that yeah. yeah uh Skype oh my god dude and you have slash ecam which is how we record yeah um half of my business wouldn't exist with Skype and ecam so. is it productivity I mean for our sake yes well, we are being productive <laughs> in right this second using Skype if you have Matt Giovannisi in your contact list I'd say it's like a, a crapshoot fifty <laughs> percent of the time yeah. it is fifty percent of the time it's not yeah that's true um. I think generally, ah, it's not productivity. It's more of like... I mean, it is right the second, mm-hmm. right? Because we're using it to produce something. Yeah. I, I almost feel like I would liken it to a monitor. Like, is a monitor a productivity tool? Like, maybe, but I need it. Like, is, I can't really... is talking to your boss at your office a productivity tool? <laughs> no, unless you're talking about a raise and he agrees. Is a phone a productivity tool? No. Okay, then. Then Slack is not. Mm. Slack definitely. Oh, is sorry. Not. Skype is not. I Slack is on the, ne- the next on the list. Slack a productivity tool. I think that is. I think it's so gross. Um, I can't imagine. I bet ninety five percent of what is in there just didn't need to exist. Like period. I a hundred percent agree. And so I if think you use timing a... and you see how much time you spend in Slack, yeah. you're like, wow, I'll get like 10 hours a week back. I, when I first started using Slack, when we were doing Listen Money Matters, mm. I thought it was the biggest friggin' waste of time ever because we would just, it was like we were just talking and like arguing and, and like bullshitting and it, it just sucked so much time. It and amplifies notifications, which drive anxiety, I think. Yeah. So... Uh, I used to have Slack on my phone. I used to have Slack on my mm. computer. I do you use it? So it's how I communicate with the boss of my the devs in in uh, Vietnam. Yeah, but uh, I am never online. So everything that he yeah. sends to me, it's like an email. And I I I force it to be asynchronous. Okay, so I kind of use it the same way. It's it's how I communicate with my team. My my mm. small team of people are all in there, uh, and. It's just me and three other people, uh, and I. It's all direct messaging. We do have a channel for editorial. When I had, um, like, when I was we, like, we have writers now, and so like my editor communicates with our writers, but she does it in a separate channel, which does not have notifications for me, so I don't mm. see what's going on in that channel. And I open up Slack once a day, and if no one's there, I close down Slack, and I pretty much don't open it for the rest of the day. But that's how I communicate with my editor. I think if you keep it very, like, if you're very strict with how you use it like that, yep. I think it could be useful. It, it's, it's definitely useful for me. Um, if you, you can't allow it to interrupt. I right. think that's the whole. And, and here's the thing. Like, my editor and I use it to 
discuss. It's like a meeting. We discuss business, and it and it forces like, and we do it quickly because mm-hmm. she's. I think she's very much like me. She's very very productive and like and like. Uh, well, I don't want to say pride, but like we definitely consider ourselves productive people, and we like mm-hmm. that. And, and you want to do other things, anyways. Like you yeah, just watch Netflix. Shit. But she'll have a question, you know, mm-hmm. or I'll have a. Uh, I'll, I'll ask her an opinion about something I'm thinking about. We'll get it done. And then we don't have to have meetings. We don't have like, you know, monthly, weekly Skype conversations. We only if I'm like, hey, this would be easier to talk about on Skype than it would be on Slack. It's actually be faster if we talked it out rather than typing it out. So I sometimes I have like multiple email chains like in progress with a specific person yeah. or whatever. And I think that something like this could be a solution. Um, yeah. I just don't want to be available. Like if you yeah, if you need I, a if you have a question, it's probably not urgent. If it is, I will respond. But you know, in three days maybe I'll get exactly. To it. And I don't have any notifications set. So if if Slack is not open, I don't get notifications that somebody's trying to talk to me. Mm-hmm. And you know, I you know, my editor is really the only one who's going to have an emergency, and that is so freaking rare. And she has my cell phone number, and I'm like, look, if it's an absolute emergency that you need me to you know jump on, she'll either email me. Because I'm actually faster at answering email than I am Slack, or she'll text me, which I don't think has ever happened. So mm. uh, it's and and I and again I, I check it every day, sometimes twice or three times a day, depending. So I know what's going on. Like I have my finger on the pulse of the of the company, and if somebody has a question, there it is. I answer it, and we get it done. Mm. What do you think about? Do you use anything like Boomerang? Yeah. So Boomerang uh, is how I. I could never get to inbox zero in intercom or Gmail mm-hmm. without intercom has snooze. Gmail yeah. is boomerang. No, Gmail is snooze now. No, that's why I'm, oh, Gmail has snooze? Mm-hmm. Built in. Oh, it. so uh, I, I should look to see if it has comparable, but basically. It doesn't like, have scheduling. You can't schedule an email to go out at a different time yet. Okay, so I've only, I've only done that if I wrote something to someone in the middle and I was of embarrassed that it was like 3 a.m. on yeah, a Saturday. Yeah. And I wanted it to come in at like, I don't know, 9.38 right. on a Monday. So what I do is I just I would put that in Asana and then mm. and just put and like type the email in Asana, set it to pop up the next day, and then I would send it. I wouldn't even use I wouldn't even use Gmail. Mm. But uh, I I don't like Boomerang. It's too confusing. It, it made so it junks the up my kind of sucks. Yeah, but I feel like for anything sales related, you you need probably something better than that. But at least that. Yeah. Oh, there's def- I mean there's. There's yeah. real tools for for we've sales. Talked about it, but. dude. I think Capsule CRM you should look into. Um, that's the one We're I want to dive into. One I feel like, and then yeah. we'll we'll do like a teardown. I maybe. think you should do Capsule. It's the nicest looking one, and and I've I, I hear good things about it. Uh, I have heard there's so many other ones. I used uh, ooh, what the hell was in it? Uh, contactually, mm, I heard of that. Thumbs Bad down. Mall, in, my, in, my, in my opinion, it's for real estate agents. It's a lot of. It's a big. It's a big piece of tool, but I just didn't like it. To be honest. Okay, so I'm gonna wrap things up. I think that's pretty much it. We're at an hour. It's a lot cool. of productivity tools. Don't get too bogged down with all the tools. <laughs> uh, so I want to thank Rick Georgensen for my middle name this week. Do you know? Do you remember what my middle name is? No. Straight, Did you say it? Straight Gangsta Mac. Nice. You know what that's from? No. Oh, uh, 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 Always Sunny in Philadelphia? No. Straight Gangsta Mac. And sometimes I get ridiculous. I eat up all your crackers and your licorice. A yo, fat girl. Come here. Are you ticklish? Yeah, I called you fat. Look at me. I'm skinny. It never stopped me from getting busy. I'm a freak. I like the girls with the boom. I once got busy in a Burger King bathroom. I'm crazy. Allow me to amaze thee. They say I'm ugly, but it just don't phase me. But I'm still getting in the girls' pants, and I even got my own dance. The Humpty Dance is your <laughs> chance to do the hump. Do me, baby. Do the Humpty Hump. Damn. There you go. <laughs> that's where that's from. <sighs> that was like my worst rap <laughs> voice ever. That was actually pretty good, like on demand. Just... It was uh, it was not on beat, but there you go. If you have any questions or topics you'd like us to talk about on this show in the future, please email me, Matt at moneylab.co, and feel free to send me a new middle name. Could be any rap lyric that we've had 
I don't. Oh no, we didn't have a rap. That's the only rap lyric so far. I think. No, no, shake that laffy taffy. I think was a rap lyric. <laughs> uh, so if you like this show, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Spotify, or wherever you normally listen to podcasts, and leave a review, please. And if you really like this show, tell your friends about it, point them to your favorite episode, and hopefully they'll become a subscriber. That's it, buddy. Mm. You good? You feel good about that? Yeah, dude. Excellent. That's well, meat. Sweet. Thanks for listening. That's it. Bye. <laughs> Please tell your friends about this show. <laughs>